Are you working on your author career, but struggling to get that first book published? Does the goal of being an author seem too lofty? Or thoughts of having multiple books and making a full-time living are as fantastical as living in Cinderella's castle? Welcome to Discovered Wordsmiths, a podcast where aspiring authors can be heard. Join Steven Schneider as he finds and talks to authors you may not know, but authors that have gotten their foot on the author career path. Hear what they've done to get there and where they want to go now. Settle back. It's time for a bit of inspiration and advice. Come listen to today's Discovered Wordsmith. Brought to you by Mind Architecture. Building worlds for your mind. Hello, welcome to Discovered Wordsmiths. So let me just start off by saying I've had a couple people ask me why I haven't been doing so many of these little intros at the beginning and talking for a second or two. Uh, It's just because I've been so busy. It's been a very busy summer for me, and I hope everyone else has been busy. Take advantage of the weather and going out uh, and doing things that you can do in the summer you can't do in the winter. I know people like to grab a beach read and go sit at the beach and enjoy the sun. Uh, You know, there's mowing to do. There's all sorts of yard work and all sorts of other things I've been doing. So I've just been so busy. I haven't really had the time to add this little extra. And I know it's like a minute, two minutes. It seems like it's not a lot, but every little bit kind of adds up sometimes. And that's the same reason I haven't had Kathy and Tom and Roland on lately because I have to schedule another podcast talk with them for whatever amount of time and then edit it, add it into the website. It just adds up to things. So to conserve my own time, I've had to cut back a bit. The important part is the interviews with the new authors. And I've made sure those have been in there every week to get the new author with their new books in front of you. And these other things are extras for the podcast. I'm glad people enjoy them. I'm glad to give Roland and Tom and Kathy a voice and talk to them and find out what's going on. But to be honest, sometimes I just don't have that time. We'll see this fall. I may have more time to put into that, but I myself have two books I'm finishing up that are going to be coming out this fall pretty soon. I've also been setting up classes for my video game class, and I'm talking to an esports team in the area that we're going to find out more information about. So I've got a lot of plates that I'm spinning that I'm trying to keep going, and I'm, I, I just got to you know, focus on what's the most important overall. And unfortunately, it's shortening down some of the things on the podcast. So I apologize, but I thought I'd make this quick little video to explain some of that. But today is a great uh, author. This is a kid that started when he was in fourth grade. He's now in college. He's written several books. He has plans for a whole lot more. And it was a great talking to Ben. He tells us about the books he's written and what he's learned about them and what he's been learning in school. So it's really fun to talk to him because I like talking with kids and finding these things out and letting other people know, other parents know, other kids know that you really can start doing things like writing books, not just a story, but a whole book when you're younger. And then when you get in college, those classes you take, if you take English classes or writing, creative writing, MFA or something, they make a lot more sense and you have much more experience than your peers and you're much better off already ahead. And for those of you that want to go into the video game storytelling, it's still good practice that you need. You need that basis of what's important, what people like in a story. Uh, Some video games don't follow that and they show. So anyway, 
So I, I just told you I've been busy and then I start rambling. So there you go. Uh, I am going to stop talking and open it up to Ben. So here you go. Today on Discovered Wordsmiths, I want to welcome Ben Levine. Ben, good morning. Levin. How are you doing? Levin, let me rewind and back that up. I'm messing this all up today. It's all okay. right. So today on Discovered Wordsmiths, let me welcome Ben Levin. Ben, how are you doing today? Good morning. I'm doing all right. Thank you, Stefan. And you? You're doing all right, as long as I keep getting things correct instead of messing things up on what we're talking about. <laughs> Sorry. That's okay. All right. So, Ben, tell us a little bit about who you are, where you live, what you like to do, some things you outside of writing. I'm currently going to college at Fairleigh Dickinson University, and I'm, I live in Montville, New Jersey. In addition to writing, I like to read relax, sometimes go on walks and do active stuff, even though I don't do it as often as I'd like. Gotcha. And being in school, that keeps you pretty busy anyway. I, yeah. I remember. Yeah. It's a fun time. Good times. You like to read. We're going to talk a little bit about some of your favorite books and stuff later, but what are you studying in college? Creative writing. Okay. It fits right in. How's that going? You enjoying it? Yes. Yeah. We'll assume you're doing well because I don't want you to embarrass yourself if you're not. So we'll just say, Ben, I'm glad you're doing so well in college. That's good. <laughs> but let, we're going to talk about that too. Also, a little bit about what it's like to write while still in school. And you started writing before college. So we'll talk a little bit about that too. Uh, but first, let's talk about your latest books. You've got several books out in a series. Tell us a little bit about that. You mean about Nellie's friends? Nellie's friends, yes. What exactly do you want to know about it? Well, tell us what the series is about. What it is? It's is it about, fantasy? Is it mystery? A little bit of it's a, a kid series. Okay. It's a kid series, a little girl series about a girl named Nellie who moves to Illinois from New York, and after she leaves all her friends behind, her favorite hobby becomes making new ones. Each book is about a new friend she makes and the adventure they have together. Okay. Nice. So why did you want to write a series of books about a girl who's trying to make friends? The idea initially came to me in fourth grade, a time when I was obsessed with things stereotypically meant for girls like dolls and girl books. And part of me wanted need to explore this interest more. Okay. And Nellie's friend seemed like the right way to do it. Nice. Okay. You know what? Are you using any of these books for part of your schoolwork, creative writing, or is this all on the side? All on the side. Okay. So are you picking up some things in college that are helping with the writing or are you? Yes. Okay. Like what have you learned in school that's helped with your latest writing? I have to think. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Throwing them at you. You're not ready for. Got it. I've never really thought of it that way, but I'm almost certain I've learned something. Yeah, I hope. Yeah. You're spending a lot of time and money there, so I hope they're giving you something, right? That's true. How many books do you have in the series right now? Published or in general? Published at the moment. Five. You got five books. Do you have more planned? How many? Yeah, the series has 44 books in all. You actually have 44 books planned? Yeah. Yeah. 
Wow. Okay. So we can't say you're a pantser discovery writer. You're more of a planner. Does that sound accurate? Yeah. Okay. Definitely. So, so we're definitely here at the beginning of your whole career. You've got five, but 44 plans. So w- what is your character going to be doing over 40 more books in the series? Just going on more and more adventures with her friends. Okay. And how are you keeping it interesting and different so that each book doesn't sound like the last book? That is a good question. No. Nelly, that's actually a concern I do sometimes have. Most of my books aren't fully fledged. Only about eight of them are. Three of the non-published ones. I think one thing that helps is that Nellie's Friends explores a variety of different categories, such as tennis, dogs, school, camping, swimming, dance, horses, trouble with annoying cousins. Okay, so you're taking parts out of lives that's real and putting them into your stories. So are the kids aging throughout these stories or are they basically staying about the same age? Nellie's in fourth grade for the majority of the series, but spends the last 14 books in fifth grade. Okay. All right. Are there, what other books out there would you say are similar to what you're writing? The Sue Bentley books. Fun fact, with her permission, I'm not sure if you're familiar with the Sue Bentley book. Actually, I'm not, no. Magic, the Magic Puppy, Magic Kitten, Magic Bunny, and Magic Pony series, where magical animals meet girls. And that's where I got a lot of ideas from. And with Sue Bentley's permission, I I named each of Nellie's friends after the girls who met the magical animals. Oh, nice. So it's a little bit of an Easter egg for fans of that series. You could say that. Nice. Okay. I love that you reached out to her because I... I I had to if I was going to get published. Otherwise, it wouldn't... I probably would have been sued or... (laughs) And I love that, though, that I often say that authors are such great people in... Even someone who's just starting out could reach out to somebody who has multiple published books. And except for a few of the highest end authors, you get responses, you get feedback, and they'll talk to you. And it's such a great thing in the author community that most authors are that way. And I'm glad she did that for you. That's true. Yeah. And it makes you feel good and helps you out to encourage you to write somebody that has an established series like that. So you said you were traditionally published. Who are you published through? Jumpmaster Press. Jumpmaster Press. And we've been talking to some of their authors. A good group. What feedback are you getting? Do you have some kids that have been reading the books and getting feedback from? A little. Not as not that much. I did show some of the books to kids when I first wrote them in fifth grade, but I haven't read but I haven't really gotten a lot of recent feedback. I've okay. gotten a lot more recent feedback on In the Hole, though. What's that? My other recent book. Not as recent. It was published in June 2021, but... Okay, tell us a little bit about that book, too. 
It's very different from Nellie's Friends. It's a YA novel about a boy named David who goes through several years of his childhood homeless. Okay. So is it based on any true events you know of or just a story you wanted to get out there? I did some research and I had read a little about homelessness before I started writing it. But okay. I'm it's it was just based off what I knew, I guess you could say. All right. Nice. And is this targeted to like the fourth grade age also? No, that one's more for high schoolers. Okay. Which, uh, did you write it when you were in high school still? Yeah, I wrote it. I started it during the second half of eighth grade and finished it shortly after I started 10th. Okay, nice. All right. So talking about Nellie's friends again, if you had the choice, would you like to see those turned into movies or a TV show? A TV show, definitely. There are too many of them for a movie, and besides, they're too short. Okay, so it would work as like a episodic series or something? Yeah, in the whole could work as a movie, though. Why that one a movie, do you think? It's very long. 200 pages, 15 chapters. Okay, so it just fits that movie vibe. Yeah. All right. Do you have a website that people could go and check out all your books? BenLevinAuthor.com. Levin, not Levine. I'll make sure and have that correct for the website in the show notes. (laughs) All right, Ben. So let me ask you a few questions about your background. What books and authors do you like to read? I read a mix. Oh, I read a mixture between YA, middle grade, some kids. So you're in college. Biographies. Okay. Uh, so you're in college, you're 20 years old, yet you still like middle grade stories. Why is that? Obviously because you write them, but is there- I never that- really, I always had a hard time outgrowing books. When I was in fourth grade and fifth grade, I was still reading a lot of ch- kids chapter books like Magic Treehouse, My Weird School, Puppy Place. My parents- it drove my parents crazy that my, that I was barely reading more mature stuff until I didn't really start reading more mature stuff until sixth grade when I started to get into history and biographies. Okay. And I think that's great because I write middle grade too, and I still will read them partly to keep up with what's out there. But sometimes it's nice to have a, a, an easy book to read that's not some big complicated world ending something going on it's just a nice almost like uh playing candy crush or angry birds or something that's relaxing uh, do you have a local bookstore that you like to go to i do love barnes and noble okay you got one in town yeah all right so ben i want to ask you a couple things about writing before even being out of college or high school But first, if someone came up to you and said, hey, Ben, I heard you wrote some books. They're for kids. Why should I get your books for my kid? What would you tell them? For Nellie's Friends or or my two other self-published books, Ollie and the Race and Ghost Wars, I'd insist they were good and entertaining reads. And for In the Whole, I'd say it's 
an important tool to start learning about homelessness. Okay, great. Nice. And we'll put links in the show notes to your books and websites so people can check those out. All right. So how many years have you been writing now? About almost 10 years. So what have you learned in that time that you're doing different now than you used to do? I'm getting better at including details, and my stories are a lot longer than they were. In fourth grade, my first books were like one to three pages per chapter. Okay. And I love that you said that because I like to work with kids helping to write stories in that. And I think it's important that younger kids and their parents understand that your kid's not going in fourth grade, isn't going to write the next Stephen King or JK Rowling masterpiece that they have to just write and learn and get better over time. And starting in fourth grade, I think, I think that's what I have been encouraging kids and parents is let your kids start writing now in fourth grade, because then when they're up in college, they'll already have some published books and they have that as a career trajectory that they have a choice to be able to do. But if you start writing when you're in college, you're already behind and you're going to be in your thirties before you would get to the point where you are already in your twenties. So I love that you said that and you've been writing for that long and learned some things. So have you had any editors or anything that's read early books and now and made comments that, yeah, you've improved or what they like better? That's a good question. I've always been switching between editors. I had one editor for a while, but we had to split paths. And then okay. I'm currently working with a woman who is actually my writing teacher and from fifth grade through eighth. She's this she's editing Nellie's friends. I didn't initially show her Nellie's friends and I I don't we haven't really talked about the series I worked on at writing class, but I'm while I never got comments that I've improved, I'd like to think I have, especially when I've been writing for almost a decade. I I would definitely say not only from just the experience of writing, but you've aged and matured. There's definitely kids are different from fourth grade to when they're in college at 20. You know I mean? That's just an obvious thing. So your mm -hmm. writing will improve just by aging and getting older. But with the practice, you can see things that you've changed or gotten better at. You even made that comment that you have. So being in college, are you learning anything about the publishing part of it, the marketing part of it, or anything like that? We're still... The, I've only taken a couple writing classes, Intro to Creative Writing and Poetry. Okay. So I know you work with Jumpmaster Press. Are you doing any marketing or anything on your own other than being on a podcast? I'm currently taking a break from the marketing because college can be a lot. but <laughs> It can be, yes. But I'm hoping I'll get back into it sometime in the foreseeable future. Okay. Do you find that just getting a little older, getting out of school into college, that you have less time to write or are you finding time to write in between everything? It's definitely harder to find time to write, but I 
always try. Okay. So what are your plans? Obviously, if you're taking creative writing, you probably intend to stay with some writing type of thing in the future. What are your plans with your books, with your career after college? My plans are to keep writing, keep seeing what stories feel the most ready to be edited and published. And I'm also aiming to write a lot of sequels. Okay. And I think that's great because you're hitting so many of the points that one, you've already been writing for 10 years and a lot of people in the quote unquote industry say it takes about 10 years to get off your feet. So you've already covered that and you're still in school. You've got books already. And people say the more books, the more in a series, then you start getting more people buying. Have you seen your sales every time you come out with a new book? Have you seen sales on the past books jump a little bit? A tiny bit. One thing I've noticed is the momentum gets a little higher or lasts a little longer. When I got my first self-published book, published in eighth grade, Ghost Wars, the momentum kind of went and left. It was published in April, and then I got a lot. I got a decent amount of sales immediately, but then after a month, they stopped. Same with Nellie's Friends when I first self-published the series. Within the whole, it lasted significantly longer. It was published in June of just after I just after 11th grade and then the sales continued for to go really to go fairly well for three or four more months and there's and a lot and i've still sometimes gotten occasional sales not so it feels like the momentum has died down but it's not completely dead okay so when did you start working with Jumpmaster Press? In the Hole was my first book published under them. All right. And it was accepted by them just before 11th grade. <laughs> okay. So Nellie's Friends, you've mostly self-published. Now you've got In the Hole with Jumpmaster. What are differences that you've seen working with a publisher for a book or doing it all on your own between the writing, the editing, the marketing? What are some differences that you've found? It hasn't felt that different, but working with a professional editor definitely changes a lot. I push myself a lot more. It's more intense, but also more fun. Okay. And, and the work really shows in the books when you when someone who's actually trained to edit does it. Ghost Wars is my only book that was ever published, which has not been traditionally edited. And there are still, and there's still a lot I'd honestly like to fix in it. Like, way too much spelling. And (laughs) and Ghost Wars is about several animals who are working to save the world. And after several animals are kidnapped, the note the kidnappers leave literally says where they are. And yet they're still struggling to find them or figure it out or figure out where they're go, where they were. And then later when another animal is kidnapped and the 
four who were initially are where they were initially taken, like that hadn't already been said several times. That's one thing that definitely needs to be added if I ever re-edit Ghost Wars. And that's right there. So you've noticed some improvements in your writing right there, like you said. But it's also, you have that option. Here's a book you wrote five, six years ago when you were younger that you have the ability and option if you want to edit it and re-release it out into the world. That's one of the great things about today's publishing world is being I know. Able to do that. I know, I'm just, and I did that with Nellie's Friends, technically. It was, I didn't re-edit it before getting it traditionally published because they had been professionally edited before they were self-published, but I do think, I'm not, I don't currently have any plans to re-ed- to republish Ghost Wars even though I I did already write a sequel for it, Brain Wars, and I'm currently writing a third book in the series, Werewolf Wars, but maybe someday. Yeah, it, it may not hurt if you go release those two to redo book one, republish it, and get all three out there. Like you said, one you saw sales of past books improve when you release new books, so that could spur all three of them, have a whole trilogy releases. I know Jumpmaster Press does some cool box sets, so that could be an option too, maybe. Yeah. All right. So, Ben, before we go, and it's been really great talking to you. I love the fact that you're a young writer, and I hope you do so well in college with your books and everything. But there are some kids out there younger than you that are maybe writing, and maybe some parents that have kids that want to write and parents aren't sure if they should let them or if it's a good idea or anything like that. So what advice would you have for kids that are younger than you that want to get into writing? Go for it. All right, there you go. Also, if you want inspiration, read a lot of books, watch a lot of movies and live a lot of life. I love that. That's so good. I love that you put all three of those together like that. What would be a good middle grade book you'd recommend for them to read to get going? That's a good question. Maybe Bridge to Terabithia. Okay, that's a good one. I like the fantasy aspects of that book a lot. All right, Ben, I've had a really fun time talking to you. I'm glad you're, you contact me. Your mother got a hold of me to do that. You with a busy schedule, finding some time, it's appreciated. So I want to wish you luck on your books and I'll Hopefully, we'll see some more coming from you soon from Jumpmaster Press. Yeah. Great. Hi, if you enjoyed this episode of Discovered Wordsmiths, please support the author. Go to their website, go to Amazon, look them up, get the book. And if you click on the link that I have in the show notes, you'll also help support the podcast so I can keep the hosting and all the software I use and uh, keep it running for to help more authors. When I am recording this, we've got over 100 episodes, lots of authors. Go to the website, discoveredwordsmiths.com. Check it out. There's a lot of great authors, probably in some genre that you love. See what they have. Check out their books. That's what the point of the podcast is for. So people can discover new authors, find some new books they love, support the authors so they can continue writing. So please support them. And if you do like the podcast, if you've been thinking of podcasting or you're a writer, I've got some links 
also at the website. Click on those if you're interested in any of the software or services that I talk about. Everything that I have there is something I use, so I've got an affiliate link. Again, it's a little bit, if everyone clicked on those, if they were going to get it anyway, it helps keep the podcast going. So let's all help each other out, discover more authors to read. Thank you for listening to Discovered Wordsmiths. Come back next week and listen to another author discuss the road they've traveled and maybe sometime in the near future, it might be you.